The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. And it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the overtime. It's Friday. We have fun. You ask us anything, we answer. That's what we do. What I like about the overtime the most is I can produce this on Tuesday or Wednesday, and nothing changes because stupid questions are stupid questions no matter what day of the week it is. And so are the stupid answers and the stupid sound effects that we provide during this stupid podcast. Put that on an advertisement. Did you just see our numbers drop way down right there? Because <laughs> I did. Uh, we have fun with this podcast. If you don't understand the overtime, please don't post they just mess around on the podcast. I don't know why you sound like that when you're typing. I'm not sure. But because we do mess around on the podcast. This is the podcast in which uh, there are no rules except for the rules. No. What? Yeah, well, you got to have some rules. You can't have people ask you about stuff that you can't talk about. We try to keep the decorum at least... PG thirteen, PG. Well, hell, you went 10. you went right into pushing the R limits on the questions podcast. So God knows what's going to happen here. <laughs> Did I we're we're heading right for NC seventeen. If it's PG thirteen, who gets the one F? Is there one F in that? I think that's the rule. You uh, have one in PG thirteen. You can have one. You can, you can have zero Fs on network TV. Zero. We're headed for an NC-17 right here. Well, we can say however many Fs we want. I love it. Penis. What are they saying? Mm, well, there it goes. There we go. Right into the NC-17. I watched Wolf of Wall Street on TV last night. It was very tough to watch with no... With every cuss word beeped out. Like, was, was it just, beeped or was it all? It was just silent. It was okay. like, oh, that's like they didn't even try like covering yeah, it up. No. I love, I love when uh, like horrible, horrible bosses yep. or hangover. You're not a doctor. You're a big fat curly headed guy. <laughs> well, that's not what he says there. <laughs> well, the best part is those poor actors have to go back in and voice over the, the TV friendly version. Do they? Yeah, a lot of yeah. times it's their. Oh, role. I thought they're that, saying, yeah, I thought they just got people that were like kind of relatively close to sounding like no. them. Danger cat. <laughs> They'll probably do it at the same time. They go back in and re-record lines over the, the ah, video. Yes. Down to us a clean version. Bugger. We're sponsored by the Fridge Wholesale Liquor. If a liquor store could be rated NC-17, well, they all are. Actually, they're all NC-21. Yeah, they're 21. <laughs> that, that didn't work at all. Get into the fridge if you're 21 or over and buy stuff, including milk. Yeah, sure. Go to the fridge to get your milk. That's not a very high profit margin item for them. They probably don't <laughs> appreciate us advertising Fine. sell milk. Your milk and cheese rum cha is that what you what do you mix with milk the colorado bulldog oh yeah that's true yes you could Why do that Russian? be assured we are watching your every move what do you think puts the white in the russian besides russians or white never had a white russian 
No, nothing with milk. Don't put tomato juice in my drinks. Don't put milk in my drinks. You know what you put in my drinks? Alcohol. Bang! Alcohol. And where you can get that alcohol? At the fridge. At the corner of? Claflin and Westport. In Manhattan. Help, We finally did one, but I had to get help. You always need help. I need help. And here's my help with the questions from Wabash Station. It's Oktoberfest Ale, now available at the fridge. <laughs> Say what? A little out of season, but okay. Still available at the fridge. <laughs> like I'm available. Ladies, he's always available. Uh, from KSU number one, who's going to get a little drunk on Beale Street? Probably me. I'm going to. Riley's going to get very drunk. Okay, you get arrested. Oh, that'd be good. I hope he doesn't fall a in a body of water. Yeah, I better go get a new ID before we go to Memphis. <sighs> Folks, I'm just going to tell you, we're going to get our work done in Memphis in a timely manner and get to Beale Street. I did. I, or, we're on Beale Street, so. What's that? We're on Beale Street. No, we're not. What? You, no, we're, no. We're, we're in the Beale Street area. It's like. Being like the president's, are we in an unsafe place at PNL? No, 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 we're fine. I think we're gonna be fine. We're downtown, okay. Uh, but we're like three, four blocks off of Beale Street. It's nah, like staying at the president and walking. Walk. My fat ass will be Ubering. Well, we will tag along. Fine, I'll get in the Uber and won't give you any money because you don't have Venmo. I have Venmo. Oh, I thought you didn't like Venmo. Well, I have it, but it's actually work Venmo. Oh. You can put a second bank account. I just, I, know, I don't know our bank account. Okay, Zach? My wife doesn't trust me with the bank account. You can Look, go we're going to gonna need something to do. Actually, you could Venmo to, the, to work, but then work will be paying for it anyhow, so then I'd have to pay you back. I will request money from the work Venmo account. It's got very confusing. So, yeah, we'll Look, just we're Venmo. getting there on the 27th. Um, I suggest we leave, like, Decent, not like 5 a.m. early, but oh, like, I like eight or nine. Like, no, I want to leave early. I do. Let's just get there. Let's get there. I want to. Well, and plus, the other thing is, I mean, is, I'm not getting on the road at 5 a.m. No, I was saying. thinking, <laughs> honestly, I was thinking seven because that'll put us in uh, Memphis like around four if we do good time. If we leave at eight, we're going to be hitting five o'clock traffic in Memphis yeah. at five. It sucks. And let's be real, I, and this isn't a dig at you, we're probably going to have to stop some. I'm going to monitor how much liquids I intake. Congratulations. How do you feel? I got a pig. <laughs> I believe he said he had to go pee. I'm much better in that area You're going to no, no liquids after midnight? Okay. And then until after the surgery, which is the car ride. <laughs> uh, your guys, you guys just have to make sure I don't go, hey, look. Body armor. That looks delicious. Yeah. When they say, what is it, super hydration, ultra hydration, yeah, mega hydration? Super drink. I don't they know. mean it. They say, it hydrates the heck out of you. So what I'm saying is we'll be there the 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th. It's five nights. And 31st night, which is the game day, leaving the next day so we won't get too wild. But we're going to need something to do. It's not like Phoenix where we can play golf or, you know. So we're going to need something to go do. Might as well. I had plans, or we were making New Year's Eve plans with friends. Obviously, that's not going to happen now, so I'm going to have to make up for it somehow. We are going to have an event. We will let you know when and where. It'll be on the 30th in all likelihood. I mean, most of you won't be getting in until the 30th. Maybe we'll do two events. Maybe we'll do a baby event on the 29th and a bigger event on the 30th. Maybe we'll just do an event every night. Maybe we'll have an event it's for us. Come find us at the bar. Maybe we'll... Post up and have an official HQ. I like it. We'll just see. I got to work on this. I, I got to figure this out. Luckily, we have a Memphis source named Ryan Wallace. Who's Avid Memphis from fan. There. We should go to the NBA game, by the way. Oh. Is there? Yeah. They play Charlotte on the 28th. Oh. There you go. Tickets as low as $9. Yep. We're doing it. Because <laughs> both teams are trash. We're going to do it. Have fun. Fritch and I will be... He'll be drinking coffee. Writing his 19th story of the day. And I will be drinking, uh, I might get crazy and drink some body armor. And I mean, on. once you're in the bedroom, I don't care what you drink. Just get out of the car. 
sounds. Dirty. It does sound. It does sound bad, but I mean it. it, it just to get you up to date, if you don't know, I had a little thing that led to the removal of my prostate, and and that leads to bladder control issues. Yeah, that it's lead to cancer. This little thing. So I I actually got. I don't know. I pee a lot. That's what. I'm <laughs> You don't always get warning either. Hey, sometimes I pee a lot. <laughs> That's why I haven't gone on the road, because sometimes your body goes, hey, you know, uh, the nerve endings don't work like they used to, so we haven't been telling you this, but you need to pee right we now. We usually stop a lot. Any, not a lot, but we, we stop enough. We as stopped as twice on the way back from Lubbock. Yeah, that was pretty wild. You would have died, Fitz. You know, strangely enough, there's some times when I can do that, like... When uh, we were going to Colorado, we left. We had to go to a funeral down in Wellington. We stopped to eat at the uh, BTK Cracker Barrel. Yes. In Park City. And uh, then my wife said, I'll drive for a little bit. And she drove us to, wasn't Goodland. It was somewhere else out west. No, it was Goodland. She drove us. We never stopped. Goodland to Denver? And Goodland to Denver the next day. Oh, the next day. Yeah, because we okay. had a funeral, and so we drove at night into Goodland. And you, you, it's like a cheat code because you go to the mountain time zone in Goodland, and you pick up that hour. So instead but of getting in at 10, we got in at 9. Yeah. It's a cheat code. Right. How did we are get we done, on this? Are we done recapping your your trip to Colorado? That was last summer, not this previous summer. Go on. Next question. From... Etain BB, when drinking, do you eat eat a lot or drinks only? Drinks only. It, it's. First of all, are you okay? When I'm trying to like go out and drink, yeah, drinks only. But like, I drink while I'm at restaurants sometimes. I don't. But I, I don't drink liquor. I won't drink. Have a beer. I will. I only have a beer if I'm eating. Yeah. I'll have a beer with certain foods, but for some reason, I just don't drink alcohol while eating. Unless, like, later in the night we get nachos or mozzarella sticks or something. Ah, yes. Know, something just to put well, a little padding a lot in there. Of, it's a lot, man. You're just dumping a lot of food and liquid into your body. Look, I like to stay focused. Let's, let's talk about this a little bit. If I'm going to be drinking, and, and this even is true for post Op fits. Sounds like a boobs put in. No, it sounds like you, something else happened. Uh, <laughs> well, in some ways it did. Um, when exactly are you dead? I'm going to go all in. Because I think, by God, if you're going to do something, the American way is you do it. It's the uh, Ron Swanson quote. Don't ever half-ass two things. Whole-ass one thing. My God, that's my. That, I'm going to use that. That I agree with that a lot. <laughs> I feel like you might be related to Ron Swanson. Yeah, yeah, really. Never really thought of that, but I do like his gifs and memes. Yes, because that's him that tweets those out. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Swanson, the man afraid of internet, made gifs and tweets them. Well, he made gifs. That's different. <laughs> Screw you. It is GIF. Okay. It's not, but okay. Then what's a picture file called? What do you call that? It's, uh, isn't there multiple? Well, what do we use? I think we use JPEGs. Yeah. What does the P stand for? The letter J is in the thing, though. It's not G-E-P-E-G. -E -E no. What What does P stand for? I think P picture? I don't know. Penis. It's photo. Oh, I don't I, I can confidently say I didn't know what JPEG stood for. So you're if pronouncing it, it wrong. If it's a JPEG, disagree. It's a JPEG by Brett Favre, it's clearly penis. If it's a GIF, it should be JPEG. It's GIF. <laughs> Just move on. That was dangerously close. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that word out loud. Dangerously that close. <laughs> Uh, from Prairie Cat, barbecue spaghetti, hell yeah or hell no, hell no. <laughs> Zach really Zach's a hates communist. It. I hate spaghetti. Well, see, it's not also, about the barbecue, it's about the spaghetti. No, I don't like 
I the I, Cox I like Brothers. It. Honestly, the only place I've had is Cox Brothers, and I it's outstanding. It's amazing. It's now, is there other places that make it? I've never. I'm sure there are. Barbecue spaghetti was something that I came to a press conference one time, and I looked at it, and I went, "What the hell is this? No idea." That's and people told me, and I ate it, and I was like, "Wow, delicious!" Mm-hmm. The only reason I don't get it when we go, like if we go to Cox Brothers and we see on the board like special barbecue spaghetti. Only reason I don't get it, two reasons actually. Number one, can't get a side, so I can't get Mac and Jack. And if I'm at Cox Brothers, I'm going to get Mac and Jack. Number two, I don't get to scoop up my own barbecue spaghetti. They serve me an amount. I, don't know. I get to scoop up my own at press conferences. See, I we usually get it once a year at press conference or post. How many times we get it this year? Zero. They're not. They're out of the rotation. We never got it this year. Oh, that's right, we didn't. I'm anyhow, very happy. Anyhow, we usually get it from them, and you kind of it's you know buffet style. You serve yourself. I steal all the sausage because that's what the part of the meat. See, is. Yeah, that's another part of it. If I'm going in late and Fitz is already gone, there's no meat left. It's just a bunch of noodles with barbecue sauce. Like, think about that. That's like Elf making like Buddy the Elf <laughs> making spaghetti. I don't steal it's all just, the sausage. There's not brisket. I mean, there's brisket in there. Yeah, like morsels. So one time I'm going through the drive through. Morsels. Morsels. Can't say anything. Now it's Zach's turn to have a stroke on the podcast. Um, It. you go through the drive-thru, and I order my stuff, and they go, oh, by the way, it's barbecue spaghetti specialty. And I'm going, oh, give me one of those, too. And then I get it, and it's in a container, and it's like half the size as I would serve myself. Yeah. I mean, it's not even like a full spaghetti serving like you would get at a restaurant. Let me put it this way. If Cox Brothers was catering the next press conference, and they were like, we're going to let you pick. Do you want to have sandwiches and, and uh Potato salad, all the you know the the normal spread they have when they come, or do you want barbecue spaghetti? I'd take the sandwiches because you can load up a sandwich. I like the Cox Brothers potato salad for some reason. I hate potato salad. That's good. But if they were like we're having barbecue spaghetti, I'd be overjoyed as well. I love anything Cox Brothers. Okay, hold on. Uh, while we're on this, let me ask an overtime question. If you were starting a barbecue restaurant. What would be your essential sides you would have at this restaurant? How many do I get? That's a good question and a four. question. Four. 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 Go four. Uh, I would go potato salad, but I do the. It's mayonnaise based at Cox Brothers. Correct? Right. Mayonnaise based potato white, salad. It's mayonnaise. Yes. Mayonnaise based potato salad. Uh, mac and cheese. I don't like baked beans, but I feel like you have to have baked beans because a lot of people do like it with their barbecue. No, this is my restaurant. Screw you. Right. French fries and cheesy corn. Hmm. That's solid. Zach? See, I appreciate the bar- barbecue joints that don't have French fries. I agree. But I can't pick four sides that I would want to have. Other than that. Like, there's not five sides if you include French fries, you know. So I got to go fries on one. I would go potato salad, two. Mac and cheese, three. And honestly, I'll probably go like baked rolls to mix it up. Like not baked beans or anything, like really it's nice, nice side like, though. Yeah. Like you I just get had, a roll. I just had wing stop and you can add on rolls to your side. I that's rolls aren't a side dish though. They are a side add-on. I don't know. I think Zach's lost his mind. I can't think of anything else that I would want. See, I don't want problem, beans, I don't want coleslaw. Okay, we're we're running know. a restaurant now, and believe me people, I've thought about this a lot. It's the idea I will never do unless one of you says, hey, I'll invest all the money for the restaurant. What money? <laughs> yeah. Thank uh, you, tonight. Um, if you have fries, you have to have the fryer. And now you're into the old fryer game. But if you don't have fries, mm. you don't have to worry about the fryer at a barbecue joint. You can smoke everything. Right. You can do beans. I wouldn't have coleslaw, but I'll say this. I would probably try to find a coleslaw that I find acceptable because I know this. Certain special sandwiches with coleslaw on it, so long does it sell like crazy. Like a pineapple slaw? Yeah, something. And that's that's actually a really good idea because when I have my barbecue place, eventually, I would like it to be someplace... Hell a lot warmer than here. 
So I'd kind of have a tropical thing going on with my barbecue. A lot of pulled pork. I don't know. Anyhow, I would have a special mac and cheese. I would have a regular mac. Two macs? Two macs. Mm. And then cheesy corn and probably baked beans and, I don't know, slaw. I don't know. I'm, I like baked beans. Ew. I do. And the reason why everyone has baked beans is there's a mega profit on that. Yeah. They don't cost much. Yeah. Okay, next question. From I Like Pickles Cat, uh, what are your coaching carousel thoughts to this point? Uh, I think Arkansas made the hire that they – the only hire they could have made that wasn't a total risk. That well, no established head coach was going into Arkansas in the and, current state, and it, it's a likable person that they were able to bring back. Yes, that they knew they're comfortable with. So he's not super exciting, but you need a guy that has experience coaching, experience recruiting, and is willing to go into a disaster. Fine hire. I think Florida State. I don't really know how to assess that. I mean, we've all known that was going to happen forever. I think it's a fine hire. I liked Mike Norvell. I kind of wanted him to get the K-State job. They picked a head coach who's been successful with crappy facilities. Yeah. So it makes sense for them. And took a non-Power 5 team to a New Year's Six Bowl game. I mean, it's pretty impressive. They're not letting him coach. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have let Chris Kleiman coach the FCS playoffs last year, but that's just me. I would have that. I, I wanted them recruiting more, but they, they they balanced it well. Missouri is a major gamble. It's the biggest risk, biggest reward. But it's the best coach that popped up on their radar on the coaching search, in my opinion. They were about to hire Blake Anderson from Arkansas State, who could only win seven games at Arkansas State. He had some issues this year. That's not exciting to me. He's 46-30 and 30 in seven years at Arkansas State. But you hired a guy who inherited a winning program and was only there one year and has yeah. almost no Power 5 or none Power Into 5 recruiting the SEC. experience. It is – we exchanged texts about this today. Ryan Wall said, you know, they have these guys that are – proven they can coach that they passed they wasn't good enough for Missouri and yet this guy who's done one season is good enough for Missouri and my response was it's so Missouri they have convinced themselves they did something terrific with no evidence that they have it's like if you talk to Missouri basketball fans they've been to three final fours <laughs> it's zero you talk to Missouri football fans they, they they've been national title contenders and they really haven't been maybe Dan Devine there I don't know it's they just have this misplaced confidence and I feel like it's applying to Eli Drinkwitz and he might be good there is an upside there you don't know but I tell you what those are two strange SEC hires. Yeah. Usually the SEC kind of gets the guys. And they didn't want anything to do with Missouri and Arkansas. The, the, now, Mississippi did a good job. I mean, that's a splash hire and someone who might be very successful. I love Lane Kiffin. I think he's a great coach. I think he's fun. Um, I'll say this about uh, about the Missouri hire. I think overall they would have been better suited to just let Barry Odom have one more year. We knew this wasn't going to be an exciting carousel. And it's not like you found somebody that was incredibly proven way more than Barry Odom. I think they gave in to the popular demand. Well, from and what I'm hearing behind is... behind the scenes crap. Yeah, there's a lot of Ron Prince in this. A lot of behind the scenes, treating people poorly, problems going on. But how did you not know that? You knew who he was coming in. That's what I find strange about it. I'm really intrigued to find out what Colorado State, Memphis. Now, some of these jobs might be filled by the time we play this. But I'm, those secondary jobs intrigue me this year. What will Florida Atlantic do? And how about Ricky Ronnie getting his head coaching good shot for, at Old Dominion? Man. Ricky's one of, the, one of the nicest guys you'll meet in coaching. And I like it because it puts someone on the track just in case. Yeah. 
Lane Kiffin uh, had his press conference yesterday. He said he's hiring a firm to analyze like his play calling and other teams around the country. And basically every week he'll get a report, you know, fourth and sixth from the whatever yard line. This team did this, but the analytics says they should have done this. So basically Lane Kiffin said if the football smart or the safe move says kick the 42-yard field goal, I'm not necessarily going to kick the 42-yard field goal. If the analytics say I should be going for it here, I'm doing it. And he op- he openly said he's like, I know you guys are gonna, you know, you're gonna want to grill me on it because I'm probably gonna make some bad decisions at times in hindsight. But you don't go based off of what what's easiest to avoid a question in a press conference. And I like it. I think that's how you're gonna succeed in the SEC West is doing something like that. So if the analytics say split your tens and blackjack, he'll do it, even sure. though conventional wisdom you absolutely well, don't. Do the it. analytics don't say split it. Well, they Why probably not? don't. They, they, the conventional wisdom is you never do, and I never do. But but if the dealer's showing a six, maybe the analytics say. But if the analytics say to do it, and you do it, and it pays off. I mean, if you're counting you're cards. Nail. <laughs> if, if the analytics say to do it, you do it, and it pays off, you're going to be looking really smart. If the analytics tell him in a three-point game against Alabama, don't go for the tie, go for the touchdown and win the game, and he wins the game. Tell me that's not smart. Well, there, I mean, you, your chances of winning a hand uh, with a 10 against a 6 are in your favor. One, right. Rare times. But doing it twice, your chances go down. I mean, your chances are the same per hand. But then if you win one hand, you've erased what you would have gotten f- almost for sure at, yeah. at a 20. Although I did lose a multi-hundred dollar bet showing... A ten against a six when my second card was also a ten. The dealer hit twenty one off of six. I'm just saying in the SEC still West, bitter. four queens. I'm still bitter. With a four to five win program in the SEC West, you're going to have to gamble some. This is not the job to be playing it safe. Lane Kiffin is not the hire to be playing it safe. Well, Lane Kiffin wants to open it up, and he's going to recruit Mississippi extremely well and get some. Very, very good athletes in there. It's going to be fun to watch. I think Mississippi State is in trouble. I think Mississippi made a home run hire. Grab your VIP pass. We're delving into the secretive world of Formula One. Behind the scenes with two of the sport's biggest names, Mercedes and Williams. This is not coal mining. This is Formula One motor racing. As they build their new cars. We want to be so much further ahead. We are in permanent racing mode. And face shocking headlines. Here's Lewis Hamilton moving away from Mercedes. I'm Joseph Fiennes and this is F1 back at base. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve the truth. The enemy is at our gates. The fight for humanity. I look at your faces. I do not see defeat. No! And I do not see surrender. Is far from over. You will not make that stand alone. We have something the enemy does not. We have heroes. Halo. New season now streaming. Exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. From Wizard6294, what are your thoughts on Memphis barbecue? I'm not a fan of sweet, sugary barbecue sauce and don't care for their barbecue as much as Kansas City. He says, BBQ Kings was good. Rendezvous is meh. Well, we're going to be eating a lot of rendezvous. One, it is right below our hotel. Two, that is what the Liberty Bowl feeds us all day. Okay. So why do I want to eat it? Oh, oh, you mean just at about press it. conferences. Well, it's well, it's the, a big pregame meal. Yeah. Okay, so why do I want to eat it a lot if we're going to have it at the pregame meal? I mean, like they had like an event at Rendezvous too. I don't know if they'll do it again for us, but like they, I'm a little worship. I'm a little upset because we're going to get. Oh, look, I started with Kansas City barbecue. That's like the first true barbecue I had was Kansas City. Then last year, Zach and I went down to Austin. And we had uh, Franklin. Franklin, and it was amazing. And I'm going into it with an open mind, but I kind of tend to side with the question that I don't think I'm going to like sweet barbecue as much. And so I'm worried that, like, I've hit – I've had the top of the mountain. But Memphis is more about ribs, I think. Ribs is your your go-to meat in Memphis. There's two two approaches on barbecue. One, how do you smoke the meat? And two, what's your sauce about? 
Yeah. And that's the mixture of different. So I take Kansas City. Followed closely by Texas. I enjoyed Texas barbecue. Sorry, Kansas City. I like you the best, but that other chick's kind of sexy, too. Um, and then after that, it drops off for me. But Memphis probably would be third. Carolina is last because that sauce is a, offensive. Um, and then St. Louis and everyone else who thinks they can barbecue is in between. We never ate barbecue when we were in down at the uh, Sweet 16 Elite Eight. I just kind of thought about that. In St. Louis? No. In Atlanta? In, well, Atlanta? we started in Charlotte and then oh. drove down. Oh, I'm not going to eat barbecue in the South. That's what I'm saying. We no. never did. No. Hell no. You don't put vinegar. And then Ames, Iowa, and your Hickory Hut crap. <laughs> that is so Iowa State. Hickory Hut's so good. It's dry. Hickory Hut what? is. But you made us go there. Hickory but it's Hutt? the thing. It's the place. You got to go experience it. Hickory Hut wasn't even borderline like, oh, it's fine. It was bad. I did not enjoy my experience. We were going to go to Poncheros for the rest of our time in yeah. Iowa. Yeah. Okay, explain what Poncheros is. It's a chain it's, of burrito restaurants. It's, it's like a better Chipotle, Chipotle, but it's, it's better. better Chipotle. They make the tortillas on a stove back behind. I'm really into homemade tortillas. They're yeah, really Zach, guys, Zach has tell. a lot of obsession with some with a few things in his life. One of them is airports and knowing everything about airplanes and it's things really like handy. that. It's helpful, but it's very weird because. Zach's like, what kind of plane did you fly on? And I'm like, I don't know. It had two seats on one side, one on the other. And he's like, oh, that was a blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. And he knows what airlines fly into which different airports. So he's obsessed with airports. He's obsessed with speed walking. He walks faster than anybody I've ever met in my life. Doesn't work well for me. My, mom walks, for, my it, mom walks faster. I had to keep up, It bothers man. D. Scott and I to no end. And what I just said. It... But it's one of the few things that are very important to him. So, how about how about? Sorry, I walk too fast. The actually the chips that are made in the restaurant, like tortilla chips. Same obsession. No. Okay. We'll go to we'll go to uh, what's Mexican Eskimo Joe's. Mexico, Mexico, Mexico Joe's. Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that one. We go to Mexico Joe's and he orders like 19 tortillas. They and bring them to you. Slaps butter in there and eats That's them. That's how you eat them. Yeah, but then you don't want to eat your meal. Uh, same as chips and salsa. Folks, Not I swear to God they're brothers. I swear to God. <laughs> it's, it's good. Don't get me wrong. What but were we even talking about? Poncheros. And we're talking oh, about barbecue. Poncheros, yeah. I'm excited to try a new barbecue. But I don't think it's going to be better than Kansas City or Texas. It's I, third a, place at best. Yeah, I agree. I'm on the lookout for a unique barbecue, a fun place to have a party, and I really want to find like a cool, chilled martini bar place where I can get rid of these idiots and go hang out with cool people. Who do you Ouch. know in Memphis? You don't know anybody. At a martini bar, you know everyone because they're martini lovers like you. Woman. Are we staying at the media hotel or are we going to rent a house on Craigslist? I don't think we're going to do that ever again. Well, that was we were a, trying to talk about this the other day. Did you legit lose the money mm-hmm. or did you stop yourself? A, no, it was a scam. Right. We knew, Okay, we it couldn't, okay, kinda, I don't, we I, couldn't yeah, remember I if know you how, paid them. Yeah, we paid them. And it turned out uh, then it was a like a nationwide scam going on all at the same time. Lovely. Did you get your money back? No. No. They, no. You lost PayPal it. PayPal yeah. wouldn't. They wouldn't re- refund it. Yeah, I PayPal'd it, and they have a guarantee, and they didn't guarantee it. Oh. Yikes. Not a big fan of PayPal for that. Yeah. But that was right when Airbnb was kind of becoming popular. But it was yeah, it wasn't, it, even wasn't. On, it wasn't even on Airbnb. Yeah. Like, it was like Craigslist. You're like, oh, a real house. Yeah. Yikes. But it all checked out. It was a real house. Yeah. It. I mean, I I did some research. It was, and it turned out. It, well, just a month or two ago, I don't know what website did a special on it, but someone uncovered a giant Airbnb scam ran by like a dozen people in multiple cities across the country. How does that happen with Airbnb? If you get one complaint about a property, why aren't you tracking down yeah. who did it? I that's on Airbnb. This was on me. I caught it before. I realized before something wasn't right because the guy wouldn't email me back. They did interact with me mm-hmm. quite a bit, and then they just stopped, and I realized we got a problem here. Yeah. So we, we did have a hotel, but yeah. Stayed at the FedEx World Headquarters 
in the was a, that home was a nice, was yeah, it was a nice hotel. It smelled like weed on her floor, but it was a nice hotel. <laughs> Heard gunshots at New Year's Eve. It was a nice hotel. So yeah, very excited about barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the hotel, the media hotel back then was in the suburbs. It was weird. That was another reason. It was like two hundred dollars a night not to be near Beale Street. And this year they're cheaper and close to Beale Street. Right. From Wizard Six Two Nine Four again. In an alternate universe. Univorce. <laughs> That's like an alternate universe, but it's a univorce. It's a divorced universe. <laughs> it was part of the universe, and then it went off, and uh, the kids are really screwed up. <laughs> In an alternate universe, you are not part of the K-State slash sports media, but are an avid fan of K-State. Do you make the trip to Memphis, and are you happy to be there? I'm going to Memphis if I can get some of my friends to go with me. I don't have a single friend. Do you think that's weird? It's not a situation where I'm like, Hey, I'm going, and if you'd like to go with me and buy your own ticket, you're welcome to join me. It's like, hey, if I'm going to go, we're getting, especially since it's New Year's Eve, we're going to get together and we're going, okay? And we're going to be together, but no, I'm not setting out to go to Memphis and do this by my, on my own want. I would go to Memphis before Houston. As a fan, yeah. As a fan, yeah. fair. Uh, but, in, my, in my current status, now I'm not going anywhere. But if I was just a fan and we don't have kids like we don't, I'd be going to Vegas. I'd be doing Vegas New Year's. Hell, I'd do Vegas Christmas. I mean, I'd be in Vegas this time of year watching all those bowl games, doing the New Year's Eve thing. It'd be kind of my thing. So what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to criticize you if you don't want to go to the bowl game because it's your money and it's your time. Right, exactly. But don't complain if the attendance numbers are low and K-State gets the shaft again down the road. That's all. The culture of K-State fans has changed. And it really – it happened. Ron Prince really dented the culture. You know, you went a three-year window without a bowl. He went to the Texas Bowl, and that was a miserable experience because where's that at? Houston, in the in a giant suburb, which is what Houston is to me. They have a downtown surrounded by strip malls. Truth. Um, so yeah, I mean, you used to save up and you used to go San Diego, Phoenix, wherever it was, you would go, and it was amazing. It was your holiday trip, and everyone did it, and it was really cool. That's kind of changed. That group is now older. Those kids have grown up into you know young adults. And it's just there's other priorities, and I appreciate it. I get it. And let's be honest. Plus, sitting at home and watching the game in your living room on a 60-inch TV is a good experience. And the bowl game destinations are not as good as what they were 10 years ago. No, they're not. The Big 12 bowl games suck. The Holiday Bowl was in San Diego. San Diego. It was awesome. It's tough to get to, yes, but there was multiple ways. One time to save money, we flew into LAX. Saved a ton of money and drove down. Sucked driving, but we saved a ton of money. Yeah. I mean, there was another time we drove. We drove. We flew directly into uh, San Diego. I think it was on Southwest. That was awesome because... San Diego Airport is right in the middle of everything. So, yeah, I mean, the Bulls suck. They needed to refresh it. They just needed a refresher on the Bulls. I don't know. Why the Big 12 isn't involved in a New Orleans Bowl? They they are now with the Sugar Bowl, but that's not really. I mean, that's just I don't know if K-State will ever go to the Sugar Bowl. You have to get an 11-win season. I know. And Sugar Bowl, I'm telling you, you've had some great, fan bases come in there, but you will have nothing like drunken K-State fans in New Orleans. It's just something I want to see in my lifetime. It is such a beautiful cultural crap fest. It's going to be amazing. It's just going to be amazing. They'll be down there on Bourbon Street seeing things that they didn't know existed. Just weird stuff in New Orleans. Where are you boys going? We're going to New Orleans, the party capital of America. Home of the all-you-can-pay straight. I tell you one thing, it's all about the beads down there. Just weird stuff. Invite, K-State. 
But no, I wouldn't go. I would go to that one. I just got confused. If the Liberty Bowl was nicer, too. Like, this, Memphis is a great destination, Why I guess. isn't the Liberty Bowl nicer? But the nicer? Liberty Bowl is such a... It's the, it's the worst stadium in the current bowl rotation. And that includes the Cotton Bowl slash SMU Stadium. The Liberty Bowl is the stadium. fan that says, well, this is the way we've always done it. Why yeah. would we change? As Ryan Wall said, they have Wi-Fi now. The Liberty Does Bowl... Work? Probably not. The Liberty Bowl is like... It's like knowing, and I'm not trying to stir up a debate here. It's like if a, if keeping a Hernfield House standing was like if it was proven to be not worth it. It was it was more worth it to knock it down, and people were like, "Oh, but the history, you know." And they just never updated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we added Wi-Fi. Oh, but once upon a time, it was cool. I can't think of a comparison. It'd be like the, the Cotton Bowl, Bowl right still now. playing in the Cotton Bowl instead of Jerry World. The Independence Bowl. <sighs> I haven't been to the Independence Bowl. I don't know what that's. I'm sure it's close and similar. I mean, I think actually I want to take back my analogy. The Cotton Bowl being played still in the Cotton Bowl would be a good analogy. But they've at least updated the Cotton Bowl in the last 10 years. Have they? I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, because okay. the, well, they completed the Upper Deck Bowl. Oh, I mean, still they, though, I mean, but they when play, you have Jerry World, it's like, yeah. We're but they still play there. the Red River Shootout. Yeah, at they the need Cotton to change Bowl. that. I don't. No, think, they won't no. because it's part it's, of the Texas State Fair. Which is right there. Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't know why. If Memphis wants to be really serious about football and possibly try to make a power five push, which is gonna be a problem because they're academics, they they need to fix that stadium. And the problem is that that's not Memphis' stadium, that's a city stadium. I mean that's not the university stadium. It's the city owns it. I mean it's at the fairgrounds. Right. And why the city and I guess if you're Memphis with all your problems Fixing up a football stadium probably seems low on your list. But why can't FedEx or someone put their name on that stadium and fix it up? Or build a new one. Build a new one. We solved it. Thank you, Memphis. We we're here to solve your problems. Or you're welcome, Memphis. One of those things. Zach, let's move on. Okay. From Schultz M forty three, could K State win the NFC East? <laughs> wow. No. Well wow. well no, because it's the NFL, but God, this is a bad division. Your Cowboys are going to win it, aren't they? They're going to win it with probably a losing record. Why are the Cowboys in the NFC East? Because it's always been that way. Tradition, though. It's the Liberty Bowl of divisions. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. The small Cowboys rant. It's funny to me that, like, the NFC East, it's so bad this year, and the Cowboys are probably going to win it with a losing record. And, you know, people are, like, really upset about that. But they forget that. I think it was, like, four years ago or so. Probably more than that. The Seahawks won the NFC West, and they were like six and ten, or seven and nine. So this happens a lot, and the Cowboys frequently go eight and eight under Jason Garrett. So, yeah, just one step back. The NFC is his joke. From exhausted nihilist, Ken Niumatololo versus Mike Tuiasosopo. Uh, he doesn't even have a question. He just wanted to hear me say that back to back quickly. <laughs> it's cool. Ni- Ken Neumatololo. Neumatololo. Chris Kleiman. <laughs> Too basic. Also, off topic, and I meant to post a thread on Wabash about this. Maybe I will. But Colin Klein has gotten the John Curry spelling treatment on the boards because of Chris Kleiman. The yes. I before the E. But I struggled with Colin Klein even when he played. Oh, I didn't. I definitely did. Did people misspell John Curry's name? No, just the C-U-R-R-Y. Oh. I'm yeah. like, why are you putting the E before the I? <laughs> I'm sure it was an autocorrect at one point, but I think people were like, oh, that's funny. So they did it. I, somebody tweeted me Kleinman the other day, and I was like, I really hope this is a joke. Like... It, it made sense at the start, but, like, does somebody still out there really believe his name is Chris Kleinman? Kleinman? Maybe it was Bill Schneider. Thought that. I swear to God, Chris Kleinman's name had two ends in it when he was hired. I, I was definitely Joe Klanerman. Him, too. <laughs> I definitely published a story with two ends on Kleinman. I know I did. <laughs> I don't know where it is, but I know I published a story with two ends. Not good. From Chris66204, last question on the podcast. Let's get it 
out there, who's on your GPC Overtime Podcast poster Heisman ballot? Tinky Winky, Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Dipsy, La La, La La, Ho, Ho, Telly Tubbies, <laughs> Telly Tubbies, say hello. That's a good question. Oh, like. Like the best, the best uh, see, overtime question. I, I just listen to the questions. I don't read them or pick them, so this is gonna be tough for me. Well, Pickles Cat is gonna land on the is gonna land on the ballot. Um, may not be where he where he's been in past weeks, but like he pointed out, he hasn't had to carry. Pickles was there for us when it was slower, and and we needed more questions. Right. So right, right, right. he's absolutely there. So now, in, in off years, Pickles Cat is the Heisman. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I mean, Pickles Cat is not a what have you done for me lately, but he started off the season strong, so he's there. I got to say, Chris66204, you did make a name for yourself a few weeks back. You had a really good week. I want to say it was the the week that we had the amazing overtime that you deleted. Don't. Don't bring that up. I'm just saying. And... Honestly, no one's as notable. Yeah, that's the thing is nobody's. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that was like, oh, wow, they ask that question. I mean, like, Davies there, but that's not because he's really good at asking questions. That's just, just a jackass. Just a jackass. That's Adam K, by the way, folks. So, man, it's it's not a – it's like this year's Heisman race, you know? We can sit here and pretend like other people are a part of it. But, but, Joe Burrow's but the Heisman – Joe Burrow's going to win the Heisman. Pickles Cat is probably going to win the Heisman. KSU number one's pretty consistent. Yeah, he's there. He's there. Uh, the the problem is a lot of the a lot of the frequent and good question askers. A lot of people use their energy in the real podcast questions. I'm just going to throw in for old times' sakes. November 11. That's going way back. Yeah, I don't. Way back. But he asked great questions. Hey, better files. Where are you? I don't know. We want to play the theme thing again. It's funny how message boards goes because most of the people that were like in the core of the heyday of of Wabash, including Ansky, who asked, who named Wabash. I mean, she's literally the person who came up with the name Wabash Station. They've all like gotten older and like, why am I hanging out on message boards? I'll put Wagcat in there. He's got some good dude. Yeah. He's got some good ones in there. So those are probably my three on a ballot. Speaking of which, as a Heisman voter, humble brick, this was a really boring year. Oh, by the way, did you get? I checked mail yesterday. Yeah. You got your 2018 edition of the Heisman magazine. Oh, so it wasn't the 19. They mailed me an old one. They literally mailed you an old one, and it even said, "Here's your two, December 2018 edition of the Heisman magazine." I wonder if it's because it's updated with last year's winner. It doesn't even. No, I checked. Oh, I checked. God's Kyler God's Murray is not in that book. It wasn't an exciting Heisman this year, but they it's some somebody that deserves it. No, no, that's exactly it. It was an easy vote for the one, and it also allowed me. I'm not able to reveal my votes until after the announcement. Um, it was it was fun for me. Then I could have gone all quarterbacks or been a little more creative in my votes because it wasn't going to affect the ultimate outcome of who won. But you know, Fitz is not allowed to reveal who he voted for. But oh. if you guessed that he that it rhymes with like, no, you're not. Oh, you can't even do that. No, Paul Feinbaum basically gave his ballot. Yeah, he should lose. He would. If he, he wasn't would. Paul Feinbaum and throw a fit, he would lose his vote. Heisman's a joke. Who cares anymore? Yeah, it's turned into a quarterback. The Heisman award. Trophy is not important to me anymore. I don't care. And I think a lot of people, if you look at the finalists, I think a lot of voters made a statement about it being a quarterback award because there's actually a defensive end in the Final Four. And I'll honestly be like, the defensive players only go to the Heisman Trophy ceremony just so people can have thing, people like us can have things to write about and pretend like that defensive player has a chance when in all reality they have zero chance. Right. Or pretend like he has a girlfriend. <laughs> Yes, I. I'm not even using my bias here. Good the year job. that Colin Klein got nice got screwed out of the Heisman Trophy is the last year I cared about the Heisman. Yeah, it, clearly it's it's a popularity and a quarterback award. And I feel like this year, this guy truly deserves it. He's been amazing. I'm talking about Skylar Thompson, aren't you? Yeah, that's it. 
That's who I voted for. Out on a limb. I'll, I'll reveal it in the future. I mean... When is the limit that you're allowed to tell people? Once it's once final. Announced. Final. Once I didn't know I didn't know if they had like a... No, once it's announced, I can reveal who my ballot was. And they, I think they do publish everyone's ballot, so you know if someone voted... I, I don't think they did. I think they oh, do. I'm do not they? Sure. Everybody else comes out and tweets it anyways, so yeah. it doesn't matter. I, it seems like they did because every year it seems like someone has a really screwy ballot, and you're like, why do you get to vote in this? This should be an honor. You need to take this seriously. Can't wait for Ohio State voters to vote all their three. two guys at the top. All three. The running back, too. He's not a finalist. You can vote for whoever you want. I Sorry, I just mean more like the two guys at the top oh, being yeah. at the top of the No, ballots. I guarantee you Ohio State voters voted all three Ohio State slots. Guarantee it. Wouldn't There's be someone shocked. out there. Wouldn't be shocked. And, and, and those are the people that need to have their ballots published because that's... There's a there's a regional thing in the Heisman vote. You kind of look out for your region. You know, you don't manipulate it where you clearly vote for someone who doesn't deserve number one. But it's kind of a tradition to slide a regional vote in there. Like way back in the day when I had a Heisman vote, and then I I had that scandal and I went on a pause. The the, the nudes. I apologize about the nudes. <laughs> um, I had I voted for Tony Sands. The, the KU running back who had all the huge numbers. I think I had him third on my ballot because it was an original vote. I might have done that. Might have someone in there that is original. I made a statement with mine. It's fair. That's it for the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. I don't know how much I did to it because it is uh, it was outstanding. Or at least in my thought. As I sit here, it was outstanding. Sometimes I go back and listen to it, and I thought it was outstanding, and it wasn't outstanding. And then I got a quandary. Do I put a bunch of stuff? Anyhow, I now start the process of adding stuff in. And sometimes I add a lot. Sometimes I don't. I'm not going to ever end this podcast. You might as well hit stop now, because I'm going to just keep talking. No, I'm done. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus.